morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am your humble host, a mere man trying to understand the perspective of life and this reality we are all conjointed within, trying to ascend past human limitations to truly accept and welcome in every form of love and obtain the most highest divinity of unconditional love, while also just simply trying to give you motivation and happiness and a good time within a 40-minute span of letting you guys know that in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as it thinks. (laughs) And I'm already getting kind of choked up because today's episode is very special to me because this is the first time that I've dedicated an entire show to somebody. And on this day, February 4th, is the official day of birth for my mother. And so with most people in their life, especially men, almost every single man, the only woman that will ever love you unconditionally is your mother. And that is one of the most powerful loves to have in this life. Because most men, most daughters, etc., never really grasp the concept of having a mother and the true value she brings in a plethora of ways. And I thought to myself, there is no better way than to celebrate her day, to give her many, many more years of love and happiness, and especially life filled within it, than giving a show all dedicated to her and calling it Dear Mama. And it's almost like a journal, a letter that I'll be writing to her, and you can all sit in and enjoy it with me and kind of get more of an understanding of why I am the way I am, how I've become the man I am, and why, if anybody ever asked me, I would say without a hesitation, an undivided mama's boy. And so happy to know that I was very loved and privileged to have a woman that has helped me in so many ways that now that I'm in the adulthood of my life, I'm able to help her in so many other ways. It's a beautiful rotation. It's the circle of life. And I hope this maybe inspires you at the end of this to not only maybe call your mother, to think of your mother if she's no longer with us, or to reminisce and appreciate the woman that she was in helping to raise you into the man or woman you are today. Dear Mama, I'd like to start by saying, happiest of days of birth to you. And it's such a wild trip to think that you come from one of the most humblest of beginnings. And my mother's story starts all the way in Macedonia. She's an immigrant, if you didn't know. I am the firstborn American on both sides of my family. My father is from Germany, Berlin, and my mother is from Macedonia, Bitola, the capital, the old Republic of Yugoslavia, before everybody split up and they turned into Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Macedonia, there's a bunch of them, right? But my mother is from there, born and raised, and she was there until she was 22 years old. And what's amazing about it is where she comes from, was a very poor nation at the time. Almost third world country, you could say. They didn't have TVs really when she was growing up as a kid. No phones, they lived off the land. My grandfather was the chicken man, (laughs) Ricky the chicken man. And what was so cool about Dedo Ricky is what we called him. He was well known within his village. And this is even more of a backstory of how my mother became who she is and also myself. And within this city of Bitola, where my mother was born and raised, my grandfather was called the chicken man. 
Everybody knew him. He was the man who had the best chickens, grew the best chickens, and was also one of the most personable people, and also known as the matchmaker of the town. Because within this city, any time people would come together and meet him, he would always put it right to the spot and be very direct. And also, if you weren't sure if somebody was somewhere or needed to meet somebody, he made sure to be the old school Bumble, Plenty of Fish, uh, whatever other dating sites there are out there. That's what my grandfather was. He made sure to match people together based off of who they were, what he saw, and knowing exactly who would be able to work as one another. And safe to say, he has wed a lot of people, and my mother has continued that legacy as well, and she's still currently trying with myself, so we'll see how well she does. <laughs> and what's so cool is that back in this time, when my mother was born and raised and grown up with my grandfather, this was an old school country, third world again. There was no cars, they had no electricity really outside of maybe the house, they had to live with their family, everybody was together, they lived off the land, farmers markets, we had farmland. We knew everybody, you got your fruits and vegetables every day in the beginning. I mean, just imagine if this is really hard for you to visualize. Go back and watch the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka, whatever it is with Gene Wilder, and looking how Charlie goes through the vending shops, everybody has these little setups with these wooden stands. That's kind of how it was. And those small houses and how everybody lived. I've been to the old house where my mother grew up and it was very small. And what's so cool about it though is that it was filled with love and compassion. And it's really crazy to say, that in one of the most poorest of ways, where they didn't have much there, that's why my mother came to the United States in search of a better life, when you would visit there and see how everybody was raised, the morals and values of Macedonian people is probably one of the most extreme from a U.S. point of view. But in my perspective, one of the strongest and why myself, including my mother, are some of the rarest people in this country. Because when we love somebody, we love you with undefined and unconditional love. We truly love you for who you are. And that means you've got us. You never have to worry about where we go, how long we're distanced from you. Shoot, we can even not talk for weeks or see each other, but you know that you're always on my mind because we love truly and wholly. That's what it means to choose somebody or to be chosen in our life. And that's why I hold it so dear to me and why I don't just settle or just basically go to the first thing that's thrown at me or the first good-looking woman that comes across me, right? That's not how I live my life. And that's why I've been so strong with my morals and values and knowing right from wrong and always being very straightforward, upfront, and very open with how I feel, where we're coming from, and especially my expectations of who I am and what I am. That all comes from my homeland of Macedonia. Because back there, they didn't really have people getting divorced because people wouldn't get married unless they were sure. And especially if they had children, they knew. The children are now the most important part of that relationship, not them anymore, which is the purpose of being a parent, which I can say very strongly, most families here do not understand that. Most families here think that, well, we can still have a life. We can get a babysitter. You know, we can go with, with Sharon. We'll go to Vegas. We'll leave them with maybe somebody there. We can leave them at the playpen. No, once you have children, you are now a family and you are building a bond stronger than anything because this world will take any open opportunity to destroy you if it can. The nuclear family is not a strong thing here in the US. That's why in Macedonia, it was so powerful. People would be social. In Macedonia, where my mother's from, the best time that they had was at nighttime, where the coffee shops would open up, the clubs, everything, and they wouldn't open up until eight, nine, or 10 at night because that's when the nightlife would start. And then they would close about six, seven, eight in the morning. So everybody went home and slept the day off when it was their day off. 
That's what's so beautiful about their environments and how people live there. They were real and the interactions were true. And it was actually one of the most socially acceptable places because everybody carried themselves with class and value and morales. And it's why to this day, with my mother and the life she's led all the way up to now, she has betrothed amount of people. Like there are so many people who are connected to her life. Her entire the table downstairs and is entirely filled with gifts from people, flowers, everything. Because that's how we love people, and that's how we communicate and become a part of people's lives. We don't half-ass it. We don't act like something we're not. We give you wholly and truly what we are. And that's what my mother is. And so as she was born in this Macedonia many, many moons ago, she was somebody who was raised off of values, morales, and also in a very poor family. And as she would always tell me, the only time that they would have good food or a lot of meat or any of that stuff was when people would come and visit. That's when they would pull out the nice uh, silverware, <laughs> the nice tablery, all the good food and all this stuff because that's how expensive it was for them. Getting bananas, fruits and all that kind of stuff was very rare. They mostly ate beans and different vegetables and they'd have meat here and there, but they'd never have meat on Fridays. They couldn't. It's just one of their things they did. And so it's wild to see how she was raised in such a simplistic of ways within their society and what they could afford at that time, working these hard jobs, him being uh, my grandfather working in factories and also working with chickens out in their farmer markets there and my grandmother taking care of the house and everything. It was really cool to see how these old morals and values instilled so much within me today in this society and the world I'm in because that's what's so powerful about my mother is that she is literally a superhero. Because everything she grew up with and everything she learned, and especially in Macedonia, carried with her into today and why she is still one of the most impressive people in my life. You have to understand that when you grow up in that type of environment, you're able to adapt and grow your social skills because that's all you had. You didn't have a cell phone to talk to people. My gosh, they didn't even have house phones for the longest time. God mentioned a TV. They only had a small TV in the house when they finally were able to afford one. So that's what's so cool about it. And why I love the backstory is that the history and heritage behind who I am and the whole old school mentality of working hard, living off the land, which is why I'm so connected to the world today, because all of that is in my DNA. And that's what's so fascinating with why who I am. And I'll even share a very fun story with you that my mother told me about her maiden last name, which is Presilski. So my mother's name is Snezhana Presilski. My name is Alexander Teichert. Teichert is my father's name, and that's German. Presilski is Macedonian. And what's so cool is that her last name has an actual story to how it was even created. And this story goes back a couple hundred years ago, back to when the Turkish were actually in the regime and control over old school Yugoslavia at the time. And back then, there were five brothers who lived in this small town of Presil. And in this town, the five brothers had a beautiful sister. She was absolutely gorgeous. And the king one day of the Turks was going through the city, making sure he's collecting taxes, checking on the people, making the presence known. That's how you kind of keep people in check, right? And as he was, he came across the sister and saw her, fell in love with her beauty, and said, guards take her. She will be one of my wives. And they did. And so for many days and many nights, the brothers were unable to know what happened to their sister, where she go. They were worried. They don't know if she was kidnapped, killed, they were all freaking out and trying to figure out exactly what happened to her because nobody was able to tell them anything until finally 
somebody who was actually connected with the castle was able to say, yes, I saw your sister. She's inside the palace. The king took her as one of her wives. And so the brothers, very upset and very mad that not only was their entire country taken over by a different nation, they were not about to sit back and let their sister be used. So one night, they all decided to make a plan, got help with inner workings from people who worked in the, pa the castle, and were able to sneak in one night in the dead of night. And when all five brothers snuck in too, they were able to get into the palace, led to the chambers, and found the sister there sleeping with the king. So they woke her up and told her, do not fear, do not yell, we're going to get you out of here. And so they did, and they tried to start sneaking away. And as they were, of course, you know how stories go, the king awoke and was very upset and started to yell and was trying to fight the brothers. And so they ended up getting into a fight and they ended up killing the king. And in doing so, they all ran as far and as fast as they could. And they finally all were able to get outside of the city and they all sat there and talked to one another and said, we must all leave. We must go to different places within Europe and we will all take on the last name of Presil and we will call ourselves Presilski. So if any time down this lineage of our bloodline, if any of those kids from the five brothers ever run into another Presilski, you are from the original five brothers who saved their sister from a tyrant king. And that is how my mother got her last name. Now, does that sound storybook? Absolutely. Is it 100% true? Well, my grandparents thought it was. <laughs> so I'm going to say that I have seen some presils here and there. Just never got to talk to them then because, you know, I'm in the U.S. Most of them are in different parts of the world. It's a cool story to know that the family has some kind of bloodline, right? And if you go really far within to the makings of my family and the bloodline as well, they will even tell you themselves that our ancestry goes back all the way to Alexander the Great. I am a descendant of his, is what they like to say. And so, Macedonian people are very strong in their beliefs. They do not lie. They're people who have a lot of pride and value. The whole family heritage thing, you know, the family crest, family name, have a hard time believing that they would lie about something like that. But here I am. I've now been named Alexander. And apparently, I'm meant for greatness. So, let's continue and hopefully I can make up for that name. And that's what's so cool, is knowing that there's so much there that has played into the part of me even existing, right? So now my mother has grown and she's now 21 years old, right? She was very rebellious because back in those times, women weren't as prioritized as men were. Go figure. And what's crazy about that is, is my mom's older brother, so my uncle, he was basically the chosen one in the family. He was uh, able to do whatever he wanted. They invested everything in him because he was the name of the household. He was the man of the house after my grandpa would pass away and he would continue the name of the family, right? But my mother, she was still very ambitious and she was still a very passionate person herself and didn't like being told what to do. So she listened, she abided by the rules, she did as she was told. But as soon as she became adult and became 18, not only did she start to leave the house as fast as she could, she went and married an artist. I'm sorry, mother, for putting you on game like this and on blast, but I feel like the world needs to know all of this before they can really understand why I have so much love for you. So she, as soon as she could, went out, met this artist, got, fell in love, got married, and left and went to live with him, right? And lived with him for a few years. Well, in doing so, they started to have some rough patches, which most people do at young ages, especially getting into a relationship that fast. And it didn't last that long and didn't go as well as they thought because, well, they couldn't have kids either. And in Macedonia, if you're married and you're not having kids, somebody's messing up somewhere and you're going to piss off the family because the families are all about having families. It's crazy how it goes. I know. Thank God I'm here in the U.S. because I would have been pressured by now. 
And so when she turned 21, she was finishing up college, had her degree and everything. She decided and got invited to come out here to the States. And I'm not sure if you know this, but it's not as easy as you think it is to have ventured over to the United States from other countries back at this time, okay? This is before I was born, so this is over 30 years ago. And what's amazing about that is, is that somehow, some way, she was able to obtain a green card and come pass and come visit for six months. It was all because she was married at the time. So they thought, since she was married with customs and everything like that, she would have to come back because she had a husband here. So she would have to come back. She wouldn't stay in the United States and get married to somebody. She was already married. But they didn't know, because it wasn't truly official or finalized, that she did actually go through a divorce with him and they were technically separated. But she didn't let them know that. So she wanted to come out here, right? So she did. And she came out to the United States for six months to stay with a friend, family member, and come out here for a wedding. Well... As the story goes, and as it seems to have always been the president thing within all of our families and how we meet somebody or a significant other, one fateful night happens that my mother's out here, it's a couple months in, and she's at a nightclub with some friends and family, and of course, my dad's there. And my dad, keep in mind, is one of the most nerdy dudes you could ever meet. I mean, he is socially awkward, he is not confident. He's one of those guys that will not go out of his way to do anything. He didn't have the best upbringing, a long story there in line of history as well. And something came over him when he saw my mother. And he tried to gain confidence, but it didn't work at first. So one of his friends came over instead and tried to play, you know, hooky, shooter, try to loosen it up a little bit. But my mom wasn't having it. My mom's a very strong Macedonian woman. And if you try to mess around with her and do things that she's not a fan of, she calls your bullshit. She's not afraid. So she shot down this guy real quick, right? And said, well, if he wants to talk to me, tell him to come over here. <laughs> so my dad somehow, some way, mustered the strength and went to talk to my mom. My mom was not about it. He was not her type. She wasn't feeling it. Nothing like that. But she still wanted to be nice. And so somehow, some way, my dad managed to get her number. And she wrote it down on a napkin at the nightclub. Fun fact, my dad held on to that napkin for a long, long time. I remember seeing it as a kid and growing up. What's so wild is that over the next few months before my mom had to decide if she was coming home or extend her visa a little bit out here, her green card, they started to become friends. And my dad did something he never does. He was very persistent. He would call all the time, try to hang out with her, bring flowers, just try to go out and show her cool places while she was out here. Well knowing that my mother was not interested, but he was not going to take no for an answer, which again, was not like my father. And come to find out, after time and family and everybody's saying, the nice guy called again, he wants to take you out, what's wrong with you? How come you don't like nice guys? My mom was a very fashionable and good looking lady and she had a lot of suitors and callers and unfortunately, I will not say anything bad about my mother, but she had high standards. <laughs> she was not about the nerdy nice guys at the time, right? Somehow, some way, it ended up changing and she said, you know what, forget it, I'll give him a shot while I'm out here. Well, the rest is history. She ended up not coming home, she stayed out here in the United States her and my father got married at the ripe age, I think, of 24, and they had me when they were 25. And that's where the story starts for myself. And now when I tell you this lady is one of the most interesting and powerful women I've ever met in my life, she is the single most prominent factor as to why I have so much confidence, why I know so much of my value, because my heritage was born in me and instilled with greatness not only through those five families of Presil and the five brothers, but also back to Alexander the Great and a man who knew he could conquer the world. And damn well almost did. My mother came to this country with nothing. 
a hundred dollars in her pocket and not only found a man to start a family with, and she did. They were married for a very long, long time. Unfortunately, American society and also weak minds can play a factor. And so by the time I was in high school, my younger sister was just getting into junior high. They ended up getting a divorce and splitting because my father, unfortunately, was not the strongest. And so it ate away. And again, history had a different course of action for them. Now, you would think here, this is one of the most pivotal and defining moments for people because being in the United States, especially in California, especially coming here with technically no quote-unquote degree because they would not accept her transfer degree papers, even though the schooling she had was far superior to the schooling system here and she had her uh, teacher's credentials and degree in teaching, etc. She knew how to speak three languages, including Latin, everything. My mother was highly intelligent, right? Wrote poetry, books, etc. She had to find a way to live and to survive and to do her own by herself because we had no family out here. All of my family is outside of this country. They're either in Australia, Macedonia, Germany. We only have one uncle here that's close. And that's on my dad's side. And again, my dad's family's history and bond is not that strong. We were not that close, right? No grandparents really, nothing. It's crazy. And my mother continued to do what she always does. And that's, there is no such thing as failure. So what does she do? She continues to do what she's been doing this whole time here. Starts her own business and starts one within a daycare, which she was doing, working for a daycare, a big one at the time when she was still with my father and having us and everything and growing up. She was still working full-time, had us, did a great job raising us, and then when she needed to step up or truly sink because nobody would catch her, she started her own business and has been running her own daycare for over 20 years. And it's unbelievable to see. And she is the single reason why, number one, I've been able to chase my dreams and accomplish most of them. Number two, been able to truly see what a strong woman is and what a woman who knows her worth and value is worth fighting for. Number three, how to love women and treat them right. Because in a household full of women, my father was more so a woman at times, so didn't really have a man figure to really look up to, but that's okay. He's a very soft, emotional guy. Still love him, but didn't have that testosterone background I needed, right? But I'm still grateful because I got to see and appreciate women for what they are and the love they bring, their women's intuition, the nurturing. I mean, there's so much beauty to them. I'm very fortunate to know I grew up in that because I know how to love a woman and I will never deter it or undervalue it, right? That's what's amazing. My mother has done so much in her life. It's kind of incredible to see what one person could accomplish. Being born in a third world country, getting married at a young age, because she wanted to stop being told what to do because she was the woman, right? Growing up and drawing her future. And when she was in classes and stuff, she would draw a house with a circle window. And people in Macedonia, her teachers were like, what is that? And she's like, it's a circle window. And they're like, what you, there's no such thing as circle windows. And she's like, trust me, my house will have a circle window. Right above our entryway to our main house, the hallway, up the stairs, looking over the main door is a circle window. Kind of crazy how my mother got what she wanted. She also said she would embark into a new country, start a new life with nothing, and build enough for her family and her children to truly accomplish what they want. I'm in entertainment. My sister's in medical now. She did exactly what she said she would. It's unbelievable to see that where you come from is what makes you. And especially from a woman who had so much going against her, born in a position of somewhere most people would probably quit or never leave, she went against all odds and started something incredible. 
to continue the legacy, I am here, continuing the incredible journey and doing something even more unbelievable in a sense. That's how much love I have for this lady. And that's how empowering it was to know that today I was able to take her on a little date. I was able to take her to dinner, take her to this beautiful new Indian spot that opened up a buffet, got to spend time with her today and just enjoy her for who she is. And that's one of the things that I think is so beautiful is that I've had this realization a few years ago, and you might've heard this before as well. It's called when you outgrow your parents and when you outgrow them, it doesn't mean that you don't need them, that you're not going to be there for them, or you're not going to support them or help them, etc. which shame on everybody here, by the way, in the United States, the fact you throw your family members, grandparents, or parents into old homes and have other people take care of them because you don't want to deal with them is disgusting. It's honestly one of the reasons why our nuclear family is so terrible is because the correct functionality of how the world should go is that your parents have you, they raise you. Then when you're old enough and you can get married and have kids, your grandparents, which is now the child, your children's, you know, your mom and dad, so their grandparents, help you in raising the children and watching them as much as you guys can as well. Staying in the family, continuing the morals and values, and raising a strong heritage. Doesn't work like that here. And it's unfortunate. And what's really crazy is that the hundreds and hundreds of kids and families that have come through that my mom's watched, she's connected to all of them now because they all hit the lotto. Imagine having a woman like my mother raise your children when you're gone. Imagine having my mother watch your kids to not only knowing that they're safe, protected, loved, but she is training them and prepping them for the future, teaching them to read and write, to do things no daycare would really care about other than just making sure your kids are there and they're there when you come back to get them so they can get paid. My mother does so much and that's why I've turned into who I am today. And I'm so vibrant and full of love and so compassionate about everything because I get it from my family. And that's what's so beautiful about it. We had nobody to fall back on, just ourselves. And in doing so, we were able to create an entire heritage now and to change the formatics of where our future and our future families will go. That's how much I love this lady. I love this lady so much. I'm going to take care of her until her dying day because she deserves it from everything she did and how hard she worked. She deserves to not have to worry about where she will live one day. She deserves to know that she can rest the rest of her life and hopefully I can meet a lady sometime down the road that I can start a family with and I can give her that thing that she gave me, life to enjoy. If I bring another life into this, man, I just know how much she would love and treasure those children. Shoot, I know firsthand, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that we're not slaves to our families. We're not kept hostage by our heritage or anything that it comes from. If you're lucky enough and fortunate enough to come from a good one, why wouldn't you want to continue that and give back to those who gave to you? I think that's kind of powerful, isn't it? So when you outgrow them, it's not a scary thing to realize. It just means she's done all she can for me, and now it's my turn to do something for her. And I do. I never ask or wait if she needs anything. I go do it. I pay attention and I help in any way I can. That's why it's so strong and it's so powerful of a bond and why I think so many people, in a sense, if they knew what I had, would be jealous because they wish they had that connection with their mother. And it's unfortunate. Most American families neglect each other. Most American families don't love one another. Most American families kick their kids out real quick, shipping them to college or telling them, get that out, go get an apartment, it's time for you to survive. We're treating you like nature here, baby. Even though nature doesn't charge rent or any of that other stuff, <laughs> we're going to do that for you here. Nah, man. 
What do you mean my ex didn't work out? If I was like most American families and I couldn't have went home, I would have never been able to succeed like I did. I wouldn't have been able to have taken that chance to go into broadcasting school, to take a chance and work for a national radio station just to get in the door, to become now what I am with all my content creation, television. It would have never happened if I wasn't able to have something to fall back on. That's how lucky I am and how fortunate I am. And that's why I think so many people don't really register the fact of why I have so much love, why I'm so compassionate, why I have so much to give, because I was given everything. And so I continue that heritage and that legacy. This woman is single-handedly one of the most beautiful souls I've seen. And that's so empowering to know I come from a good home. Do you know how much I love this lady? I will not just bring some random girl over for her to meet. Trust me, she's too above that for just some random person. If I introduce you to my mother, you're the one. Like, I really hope you know that. That's how powerful this is. Because... You are being welcomed into the family. This is like some Sopranos, no? Like, bada bing. You can't just come over here. Like, we, we literally make you a part of our kin. That's how powerful it is. And now you have family for life. That's why I can't just welcome in people just to welcome them. We have too much value for that. Why would you waste your time, right? That's why I'm so passionate about this. And I'm so thankful. And the fact I can spend a day, even though I don't need it to be her day of birth or anything like that to show her the appreciation and love I have, I do it as much as I can, whenever I can, anytime I can. It's just how our family is and how passionate I am about the ones I love. And so that's why this entire show was to say thank you to my mother and to tell her how much I love her and to tell her that she did the most important role that I could have ever asked as somebody who is going to change this world. You changed mine. You made me into who I am today by giving me the founding blocks to succeed in whatever way possible. You became one of my closest friends. You've always given me unbiased, open opinion. Shoot, when I first met my young love with Jessica and her and her family had a fallout and she had nowhere to go, you welcomed her in our home. Even you knew she wasn't the right one for me. You still never told me because you didn't want to push me away or tell me what to do. You had to let me learn. And that's a powerful thing for a mother to do. You are somebody who will let anybody be here if they need a place to go. Shoot, you let an entire family live here. When I was out living with my ex at the time, Emily was doing her own thing. You let an entire family live here because they had nowhere to go for almost a year. It didn't charge them a dime. That's the type of person you are. You are caring, you are giving, and you are loving. And sometimes you're, you're almost so strong, I don't even think you realize how much you are and how much strength you have. And it's beautiful to see that because that's what made you who you are today. So thank you from the first time I got sick and you felt terrible and didn't know how to help, but you did everything you could, to putting me in all of these sports and these different activities to see what I would love and enjoy and what I could become. Thank you for not giving up on us, no matter what challenges we faced or when I turned into a little shithead in high school and out of high school and wasn't sure where to go with my life, you still supported and tried to motivate the best you could. Thank you for helping me with all those times where I had no money. You made sure to help me and told me it'll always get better. And it did. Thank you for never judging and telling us what we need to do, but rather guiding us and helping us go forward with where we needed to go. That's powerful. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for not giving up on us when even dad gave up. That's how powerful you are. Because even when dad didn't have what it took 
to stand up and be a man, you still held it down for all of us, giving me the ability to become my own man. And that's what's powerful, is knowing I came from a place where I could truly turn into the person I needed to be, even though it was a broken household. But you never let us see that. You never even took in another man after that. You made sure that your kids were your life and you would give them a place to call home no matter how hard you had to work or how many sleepless nights, how much you stressed or worried in the beginning when you had no idea where you would go, how you would support everything all on your own with nobody here. You did it and you made it work. That's how I know no matter where I go, no matter where Emily goes, we will make it work and we will change this world because simply you changed our world and we love you and we thank you for everything you've done for us. I know that you may think the world is so much simpler and that's okay. I know I've outgrown you in so many ways and I know that I'm not leaving you behind. I'm just leaving you where you wish to stay. And in doing so, I can make a detour whenever I need to on my adventure to come back and give you love and give you the affection you need. Because even while I'm growing, I don't force the world on you because I know you don't care. You're focused on your family, doing the things you love, and appreciating the life you have. Although, to many it may seem simplistic, that's a tough life to truly embrace and to love it truly. And you do. So thank you. Thank you for never judging me when I started to grow and adapt and take these chances. You supported it. So many people thought I was crazy. You said, shoot for the stars. It's crazy how I'm flying by all of them now, isn't it? Thank you for just being who you are and giving us a chance at this thing called life. Who knows where I would have been, or if at all, if I would have been taken on any body. Who knows? But the fact is, I know I was here, and I was put in this position to truly welcome in what is meant for me, and to help those who need me. You have made me what I am today, Mom, and I thank you, and I love you. From a son who can always know his mother is there to support him, know your son will be here, until you no longer need support. All my love. Thank you for everybody who enjoyed that love letter. A thank you and just a message of appreciation. Today, I celebrate the woman who helped me realize how to find a real woman in this life. I look forward to that day I can actually have my own. And I know for a fact, the woman I bring in, man, you will fall in love with her because that's the type of person I'll bring in because you showed me the way. Thank you. So if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love.